What's up, guys? Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And today we're going to be talking about why you can't keep hitting pause on your goals when life gets in the way. But first, if you're a new listener, two main things we hit on in this topic, topic in this podcast, business and health and fitness. Health and fitness side of things, we run an online health coaching company called SD Evolution. Our job there is to filter through all the bullshit for you and feed the good stuff back to you in bite-sized pieces. Um, basically teaching you small maintainable changes that lead to those dramatic transformations over time. So you don't have to totally overhaul your lifestyle and your diet. You just have to follow some simple mechanics and simple daily habits to change your life. On the business side of things, we run SD Evolution, obviously, as well as Fit Coach Pro. That is the software we utilize to uh, util- to go through like client check-ins and, and a one-to-one management system as far as the, the clientele. So the unique perspective we have in the business regard is that we're not at the top of the food chain by any means, but we have, have had a lot of success. So, uh, you know, we've done some things very well done some things not so well. We're always learning. We're always adapting. Um, so what we want to do is give you guys those basic principles, whether you are an entrepreneur, if you work for somebody else and you're just trying to climb that corporate ladder, just some things you can take with you as far as, you know, customer service, sales, marketing, just general business strategies that you can uh, utilize for success. If you are a returning listener, we love you guys. We appreciate you. If you can tag us on social media, if you're throwing up a story, um, screenshot the episode, leaving a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us. Um, so if you haven't done that already, please make sure you do. We're going to start fa- uh, calling out our favorite review of the week starting next week. So if you want to go write something nice, we will shout you out in the next episode. So as Josh mentioned, today's podcast is all about you know why you can't keep hitting pause every time something comes up in your life when it comes to your fitness goals. And I find this is just very common and, you know, the people that we work with and who we are, first of all, we are, we're parents, we are obviously husband and wife, we run a couple businesses together, we're very busy people, it can be very easy to let our fitness goals fall to the side, even though this is what we do for a living, Um, you know, we're not out here being fitness models or anything. We're just your everyday people who help other people improve their lives. And the people that we help are are just like us. We have nurses, we have doctors, we have um, businessmen and women, we have other fitness coaches, we have shift workers, we have stay-at-home moms and dads. Our demographic is general population. It's so everybody. We're not working with, you know, powerlifters, specifically competitive powerlifters, competitive bodybuilders. Like you might see some great transformations on our site and on our on our Instagram. But that's just normal people who have kicked ass for a while. There are people who have made those, again, small, maintainable changes that lead to those dramatic transformations over time. So the crazy things you're seeing have happened over years and over several months. So, you know, that's that's our demo. Yeah. So when it comes down to fitness for somebody who's like a fitness model, that's their job. Their job is to stay in shape and look good. And that's their they always have that to kind of push them. Whereas, you know, us and the people that we work with, it it really comes down to implementing your training and nutrition that fits your life, that makes you feel better, that can include aesthetic goals. But ultimately, we want to just really place more value on how good you can feel in this life when you focus on your health. And 
fitness is not black and white. It's not something that, you know, you need to turn on and off. I often use the, the dimmer switch theory. One of my clients dubbed it as, and if you think of a normal light switch, just on and off, that's not how you should think of your health and fitness goals. You want to think of it as being on a dimmer. So instead of just having that on and off switch in a season, that's really hard or challenging or, you know, whatever it is, instead of turning it off, You just slide that dimmer down a little bit, and maybe that means scaling back on your training. We'll give you some examples here in a bit, but it it starts in your mind, and it starts with your mindset of understanding that it doesn't have to be something that you completely crumple up and throw out the window every time something hard comes. And here's what happens when you do that, when you are the on-off person, all or nothing, 100% or zero. You find yourself spinning, so you might have fantastic results for a month, three months, six months even a year. And then when you shut things down, you completely regress. So you go all the way back to where you started. So what you're doing is you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down, you go up, you go down. So there's no median, there's no happy medium. And what you should be doing instead is focusing on maintaining where you're at in the hardest season of life. Focus on the basics, prioritizing protein and nutrients, getting movement. And even if you're not working out at that point in time, just get general movement in throughout the day. What that's doing is allowing you to to set this plateau, a positive plateau, where you're not falling all the way back. And then when things are lightening the load a little bit, things get a little bit easier in your life, you can start climbing back up again. And then you reach that next plateau. Things get crazy. Let's maintain right here for a little while. Scale things back, relax, don't put too much on your plate. And then when things are good to go, boom, 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 keep climbing that ladder. So it's not this roller coaster here where you're losing weight, gaining weight, good things, bad things. It's just a steady, slow progress throughout the course of your life where you're learning new things throughout each phase by implementing different principles and different methods based on what you have available to you. Yeah, I want you to sort of just think about a really hard time in your life. It could be due to anything. Um, Think about what that was like for you and think about what your fitness did or did not look like during that time. Um, And I find that you know, it's really common when we're under a lot of stress and under, you know, these really hard seasons where we don't want to focus on anything. But at the same time, if you were to simply focus on the basics and focus on the bare minimum, you're likely going to come out of that feeling so much better than somebody who just did not focus on anything at all. And when I talk about the basics, I'm talking about, you know, getting enough water in each day. I'm talking about making at least, you know, one healthy choice for a meal each day. Um, you know, getting outside, going for a quick 10 minute walk every few hours. These are things that most of us have access to, even if nothing else that can really make such a big impact on our lives. And Josh, I'll let you talk about your favorite one, which would be I have no idea what you're talking about. Meditation. Meditation. But before you even (laughs) jump in, I'm glad that you said how you feel. Like you notice difference in how you feel because it's not just about how I look. Oh, I lost my six pack or, you know, I I feel fluffy, whatever that is. It's just a general sense of well-being. So digestion, energy levels, recovery levels, stress levels, all these things play a role in your physical health, but also in your mental health and just general well-being. So by utilizing those basic principles that should be daily non-negotiables, whether you're in a hard regimen, a hard diet, whatever phase that you're in, there are basic principles that you should never release because you can keep the constants constant. You can keep energy constant. You can keep digestion constant. You can keep stress levels to an extent constant. Sleep, recovery, constant. So by focusing on those basics, you're never gonna feel like total trash. You might not be at the top of your game in regards to, to fitness, 
but you're going to feel really good throughout your life. That's why it's also really important to like, even if you do have the body composition goals and you want to lose body fat or gain more muscle, you have to have goals that sort of are in alignment with that, that have nothing to do with how you look. Because when shit hits the fan, we often don't really care how we look. So that's really easy to just throw out the window. But when, like you said, when you tie it to that feeling of how you feel every day, when you start to pay attention to all of these biofeedback factors and you know how good you can feel and you have a day or a week or a few weeks where you don't focus on any of those things, it's like night and day. You feel like crap when you don't have these habits and things that are just the basic needs of feeling good to really keep you going. Just think about vacation. If you go away for one week and it's not like you go crazy, even if you're not just pounding alcohol all week and you know not sleeping, even if you're just off your game a little bit, you come back feeling pretty shitty. Like to an extent when we go away, if I'm not prioritizing like healthy nutrient foods and obviously just flying in general throws off my digestion and everything else that I'm dealing with. But if you let everything fly, like you come back feeling pretty shitty, that's one week off. It could be a weekend off. So just by falling out of those basic principles, that's why we call these daily non-negotiables because regardless of what's happening, there should be things you do every single day to make sure that you're going to feel good throughout it. This is where the lifestyle change comes into play. So it's not just a fitness program that you buy that you follow for a couple of weeks and then you don't follow it for a couple months and then you pick it back up again. Like we help our clients focus on changing their entire lives through habits, through what they do every day so that these situations like a vacation they still have a sort of baseline of what they should be focusing on while they're gone, even if their routine looks completely different. They're still focusing on their water, their step goals, getting a few veggies in each day. It makes such a difference. And, you know, I have clients tell me this all the time. They come back and even though they're feeling a little bit bloated from, you know, flying on the plane or traveling or whatever it is, they still feel so much better than previously when they didn't focus on anything. And this isn't to take away from what you're doing. This isn't to, oh my God, I'm on vacation. I can't even have one weekend off or one week off. It's not to take away from it. It's to make sure that you get the most out of it. Because when you feel good, you're going to enjoy things that much more. So these aren't crazy things like getting in a six-hour workout and you know only eating quote-unquote clean foods throughout the entire trip. It's little basic things like you talk about, like water, like nutrients, like steps that are going to keep things generally stable while you're gone in a way and allow you to thrive in the moment yeah your perspective and your mindset in regard to your health and fitness goals matter so much so literally just what josh said by simply flipping that perspective and thinking about it from you know how can how is this adding value to my life how is this making me a better human versus oh I have to do all of these things you know because it's what i'm supposed to do on my fitness plan Yeah, it's something that, you know, again, we're not taking away. We're just, we're adding to those things and we're making sure we are staying stable. We're feeling good. So I'll let you keep cruising. Yeah. So, you know, what, what can you do in these times when life is really hard and really stressful and you feel like, you know, you can't continue on with the level of focus that you currently are doing? Maybe it's tracking all your macros and tracking all your biofeedback and following your training program that's five days per week. It just feels like too much in this very stressful season. What do you do? Um, The first thing you need to do is have a realistic expectation of what consistency and what success looks like right now because it's going to look a little bit different than what you're used to. So lowering that expectation a bit 
in a hard season of life, you're likely not going to have the same discipline or motivation as you would in a season that's more of like in flow. So understanding and setting your expectations to be realistic is really important. Um, And then the next thing you want to do is adjust the plan. So maybe that means scaling back the number of days that you train. Maybe it means scaling back your total training volume somehow um, or going from, you know, tracking all of your macros and all of your biofeedback to just protein and calories or Maybe you don't even track anything and you go intuitive for a few weeks, but you still pay attention to biofeedback. There are so many different routes you can take here, and it really just comes down to what makes the most sense for you, what still is enough to make you feel good, while also not adding too much more stress on your plate. Yeah, so if you are scaling back, let's say you're doing intuitive eating, what does that mean? Focusing on protein and nutrients, you're not tracking, you're just prioritizing protein and nutrients, you're going to drink lots of water, you're going to stop eating when you're full. Um, enjoy in moderation, just the basics. So when you eat slowly, when you stop eating, when you're full, your body typically wants to maintain. So when prioritizing protein and nutrients, obviously those things tend to be less available. So in our, in our culture and society, fats and carbs are everywhere. Protein and nutrients, fiber, they're not. So by focusing on those first, looking for a meal that has a decent amount of those things in them, you don't have to track them, but you know that they're there and you're in a better position than if you just went free willy on the, on the situation. Yeah. And then from that point, I mean, assess weekly moving forward, how things are going, how you're feeling. And then maybe once you get to a place where you feel like you've stabilized or managed stress enough to recommit to being a little bit more, I don't want to say strict, but adding a little bit more to your plate as a little far more regimen as, back in. right. Then slowly doing that. You don't want to just jump from what you're currently doing into everything again. I would add, you know, one or two focus areas a week moving forward until you're back up to where you want to be as far as a more detailed regimen. Um, But this is a great time to really lean into your coach if you're working with one, because it can be hard to be objective as far as when we know or when we think we should scale back versus adding more things back in, it's hard to do that for yourself. So I always encourage my clients to really lean into me when they're not feel, not sure what to do, um, in this scenario. And that's part of what our job is, is to help them figure out what's going to work the best right now. But if you don't have a coach, be honest with yourself. So Mm -hmm. look at your plate. What has changed? Have you added a bunch of things in? Are you overwhelmed because you're just not managing stress? Well, um, so again, going back to that mind, the uh, meditation, mindful minutes is something we have our clients track that the purpose of that is to keep stress levels somewhat stable. And when stress is stable, you don't notice the extremes as much. It's not like one little thing can set you off and everything's terrible now and you just overreact. So my current regimen actually is the Wim Hof method method. If you guys are unfamiliar, it's a 20 to 30 minute breathing exercise. I do a, a cold shower every morning. It was a cold plunge, but it's just so much easier to do the cold shower. We have a whole episode about the cold yep. stuff. Um, and then I try to get an actual meditation session. And so mindfulness meditation is simply simply being aware in the moment. So a lot of this is following your breathing. So a full inhale, a full exhale, and you, you notice, let's say it's the tip of your nose or it's the top of your abdomen, wherever that breath is, is coming from, coming through. That's what you're noticing it from. And you're going to follow that for the full minute, for the full 12 minutes or however long the session is. Um, I'm reading a book. It's called Peak Mind. I say 12 minutes very specifically because that's that's kind of the threshold that uh, 
is a neuroscientist who wrote this book. That's kind of the threshold where she said you're really getting return. So less than that, it's nice that you're doing it, but you're not really, it's like kind of going to the gym and doing it one set of pushups. It's better than nothing, but it's really not changing your life. So if you can do the full workout, if you can get the 12 minutes in there, there are actual physical changes happening to your brain. There's actual um, attentional awareness, essentially. So being able to be in the moment, better focused attention, turning attention more into a superpower so you are able to stay more present and get the most out of the things that are happening in the here and now, which is important. And it might not seem that important, but it's important because a lot of the times that we're stressing, it's not about what's happening directly in front of us. It's about something that already happened or something we're worried about in the future. So by staying in this present moment, just think about where you're at right now. Are you scared for your life right now? Are you in trouble in some way right now? Or are you thinking about things? Are you time traveling is something she talks about going to the future, worrying about a situation, coming back from the past, worrying about what happened, what might happen next, just kind of putting yourself in that, that vicious cycle, staying present, a lot less going on right here. You can focus on the task at hand. Things are going to be done with a lot more efficiency and productivity by doing that. So attention really is a superpower. So that's where that 12 minutes a day comes in. Um, however you want to organize that it's entirely up to you. Obviously I have a decent amount of time dedicated to this stuff because I'm, I've highlighted it as something that's extremely important to me. That's something that's changed my life as far as how I handle stress. You know, I have a, a note saved in my phone. Anger is an addiction. Um, I'm generally hot blooded. I have a very short fuse. So when I'm feeling good for a week, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm done fighting this thing. It just means I've had a good week. So by continuing to be consistent, I continue to set myself up for success and not be as hot-headed, not hot-blooded, not short-tempered. And I think it's carried over into a lot of other things because I've identified mindfulness and the breathing exercises as something that has done you know, a life-changing amount for me specifically. Yeah, I think that's a really good reminder just in general for people, no matter what it is, whether you're focusing on getting stronger or you know, increasing your water intake or improving your sleep or improving your digestion, Anything that we talk about here, you'd never get to a place where you just get to the top and you can just forget about everything that you've learned and you can just coast. Like that's not how any of this works. It's going to take, you know, that consistency pretty much for the rest of your life. And that's not to say that it's not going to get easier at some point because it it's more automatic. of a, it's a habitual thing. Non-negotiable. It is, right. It's not, it's not like a habitual thing. It is a habitual thing. This is why we talk about those daily habits that change your life. Small, maintainable changes. We're going to say this a thousand more times, lead to those dramatic transformations over time. Because as soon as you stop doing those things, you stop realizing the benefits of those things, exactly. whether it's health, whether it's fitness, whether it's mindfulness, any of those regards, as soon as you stop the practice, you lose the benefit. There's not a bank where you're saving all this stuff. It's gone. You the stop doing it. It's gone. The principle of reversibility and when it comes to training applies to everything here. So just a little reminder for you guys. We'll end the episode here. But fitness is not all or nothing. It's not black versus white. It's just something that you have to figure out how to work through the ebbs and flows so that it fits your life and fits through all of the seasons of your life that you go through. Because it's important. It can really dramatically change who you are as a person when you focus on these aspects of life and once you figure out how to adapt to fit your needs right now it's like you figured out the the magic potion <laughs> like it's it's hmm. enlightening do you know what i'm trying to say enlightening was a better word yeah magic potion <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up where can they find you i'm at alessandra skutnik i'm at josh skutnik and we will catch you in the next one